morning, campers, and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your host, Louis Stardust, and Erica Fett. Well, what's up, you cool aliens? What's up is that today's Erica's birthday. Ah, yeah, Virgo season. Virgo season. That- I, I like my Virgos. I do. Yeah, I feel like all Virgo women are like um, pretty awesome. I mean, we got Beyonce, mm-hmm. um, me. <laughs> oh, no, just kidding. It's, it's just a picture um, of you next to Beyonce on Google. Like, and then Google. that's it. Yep. <laughs> um, and then all the Virgo men are all like serial killers. So that's that's where we're at. Yes, I absolutely love that. Yeah. So if you're listening, make sure you go wish Erica a very happy birthday. Uh, I'm ex- I still have to send you this package. I got you some really cool stuff and I'm very excited. No. So amazing. I love you. Queen. I love you too. We're so excited. <laughs> um, so well, excited. it is the last week of August, right? We're August. I have no idea what time it is. Actually, August. yeah, it's the last day of August. Sad, yeah. sad day for me. So we're already almost in September, which means we are almost at October because that's how my brain works. And we're getting to the horror season where yes. from now to October, we'll get tons of horror films. We'll get lots of decorations at Michael's that I don't need to buy, but I will spend all my money on. Yes. Oh. And it's just a good time. We went to Michael's together when you came to visit and it, all of the Halloween stuff was already out. And we oh, were yeah, like, oh, my God, this is so good. Because every year Michael's has like they step yep. up their game every year. And I'm like, I I just need an entire michaels to be full of halloween stuff well that's where i get all my year-round decor right because if i have to post a picture in my living room where it's all taxidermy stuff now apparently it's all predator figures because (laughs) my boyfriend is super into which there's a place in jersey i would love to take you to they have tons of vintage ones like for good prices in in their cabinets it's really cool um but yeah so it's pretty much all like taxidermy and horror stuff and so michael's joann's all those stores around halloween time is my year-round decor and i just get all the weird shit i love that so it's very good no we love it i think that's the only other best thing about august besides it being my birthday month yeah is that for me august is like the kickoff to spooky season yeah you know you start seeing all like the holiday like for the autumn and fall stuff in mm-hmm. august and i'm like yes i mean that's just my favorite see i mean for you you probably get a lot of snow and stuff yeah. between fall and winter but i like the crisp air my crunchy leaves yeah i'm not a pumpkin spice latte girl but you know i'm really i like the scent of it so i'm excited for those kinds of fall scents to come back you know i could do the pumpkin spice latte like once and then i'm like that's mm-hmm. it give me i like the pumpkin sp- like scone though i was just gonna say the scone that's yeah what I so i'm very that's going yeah dude love it um yeah i mean we're both from like i I wouldn't say like jersey i would say jersey's like east coast like not so much midwest but i feel like they're still kind of in the same vicinity yeah we get a lot of snow and stuff too but the four seasons that's kind of the nice thing about where we live is Mm -hmm. that you know i i know we have to deal with snow but you know getting that like that fall feel with like the red and orange and yellow leaves it's just like i love that it's just a good feeling we're getting closer and closer to that which is exciting it is some bonfire time, you know. But it's also crazy how fast this year's passed already because we're about to be at our one year of Camp Cryptid, which is crazy. I, I just feel in my mind, you know, and I felt this way since about the age of 17. I just feel like time is this weird thing and I feel the same in my mm-hmm. mind, but days just keep going by. 100%. Maybe it's just too much 420, but <laughs> that's just how I feel. <laughs> I just am like, how is, what is going on? I think you're, you've got this mature, wonderful, like, caring aspect to you, but you're also, like, young at heart, and I think that, like, as long as I've known you, that hasn't changed at all, and that's a good thing, but I, I agree, it's really hard, like, where you feel like, men- like, obviously we change and we grow, right, but our mentality is kind of yeah. the same somewhat, and, like, you get wiser, yeah. Why is time so fast? That's all. <laughs> 
I, you know, I, I think we should do an episode about like time, time conspiracies. conspiracies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you will have to do All one right. because we're, we're I'm adding it. it. <laughs> yep. I'm here for it. Well, now that we're off of time conspiracies, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, with with all my free time though, I have been watching lots of stuff. So, what have you been watching first? Ooh, ooh, gosh. Okay, so first off, only murders in the building. <gasps> you texted me. <laughs> I love the ending. I did too. I love the whole last episode. Um, yes. I did not expect her. I kind of did, but I kind of didn't. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I thought it was going to be two killers. Yeah. I thought it was going to be either the podcast host and somebody else. I thought they were going to try and be like, we got you this time. There's actually two of them. Yeah. Um, but the little reveals and tells were pretty good. What did you think about it? I loved it. Um, I I mean, this show has just been such a fun watch, especially mm-hmm. just for just it's so it's just wholesome and cute. And it's like a murder mystery. So who doesn't love a murder mystery? Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But I love that they're putting Paul Rudd in the next season. Love that. And yep. I think that, like, not only with past episodes have they, like, alluded to other serial killers, but I would love to see, like, uh, how they talked about the Sixth Avenue slasher. Yes. I would love to see that pop back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's such a fun, like, little trio. You know, I just love watching them. So It doesn't ever feel like, like, they make, they try to do, like, the cheesy fun horror, like, yes humor, but it doesn't feel cheesy. And, like, it, it never feels like that to me. It feels, like, organically fun. And I really, yes. really like the show. Yes. Um, you know, I, I enjoy the murder mystery aspect and trying to figure out who done it is is obviously very fun. Oh yeah. Um what's her name? Cara Cara Delevingne. I was like, that bitch looks so guilty. She looks I so guilty. I know. I know. She, and I was like, I don't get the motive. And then they were like, There is no motive. It's not her. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Cause I didn't think it was her. Yeah, yeah. I um, um But it was good. I I I loved this season. I'm excited for the third season. Sad though that I heard the Umbrella season or Umbrella Academy is going to be the last season next oh, season. Oh, so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that they're they're going to come out next year, but it's going to be the last season. I'm like, no. Uh, I've been uh, so for me watching stuff. I watched that. I put on the new Orphan movie, but I was really distracted <laughs> where I couldn't focus on it. Did you watch yeah. it? I did. Yeah. Was it good? I did. Um, you know, it's been a tick since I've watched the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I vaguely remember it being kind of like um, oh this 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 orphan's trying to bang her dad. Yeah, um, that was like yeah, and that's basically this what happened this time. So it's 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 like a it's like a, a daddy fetish movie, I guess. Well, so that was kind of like they implied that with the first one. If you watch the first one yeah. again, when they start to show clues, it's like implied that she kind of does this from family to family. Yeah, um, which is terrifying and i'm sure has made it very hard when for orphanages (laughs) when they put out movies like this at least for a little bit i mean yeah i'm sure not every person that's what you know is is a 20 30 year old weirdo who's trying to murder your family but you get the people who are like oh you know beverly hills chihuahua i'm gonna go buy a a chihuahua and not take care of it and the same with the dire wolves and game of thrones so for the orphans they're probably like we're probably not gonna go adopt for a while (laughs) like you know what i mean i think there's definitely (laughs) a weird aspect to that um but have you watched the new game of thrones show now that i'm speaking about that i love house of the dragon I know it's gay. I didn't see it yet. I know there's some gay stuff, so I'm invested and I want to watch it really bad. I love it. I'm gonna put I, it on I this. honestly like. 
I'm a masochist, so I'm like, just hurt me again. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm I'm willing. I'm going into this openly. And I I really honestly I didn't know what to expect, but as soon as I heard that fucking theme music of Game of Thrones, I was like through my shit and I'm like, they got me again. Um, so yeah, I um I love that. I love it. <laughs> I love it, but I, I, I got kind of, I got, I got really sidetracked last night after watching it. I was like, okay, I got to look at these, these family timelines because there's yeah. some things that aren't making sense and there's a lot of incest about to happen. So. Oh, there's so much incest. That's what the <laughs> show likes to do. And that's what it likes to do. I like went through and I was like, oh my, oh my God. Oh my God. And I was like, okay, well that's, uh, that's, that's going to be interesting. So yep. I uh, think we're in for a ride. <laughs> uh, not a horror aspect. Uh, I have been watching so if you watch Great British Bake Off they have a kids version now <laughs> kind of like how they do MasterChef Junior it's super cute and they put it on Netflix and I've been watching that and that's like my nighttime thing after I watch all my spooky stuff before bed so I love that well if they ever do a creme brulee episode or where so oh my gosh let me know because I'm all about that I love that um yeah kind of on the like the lines of House of the Dragon we kind of both love Lord of the Rings oh my gosh I can't wait for it, it looks so good oh my god I saw someone tweet about how they like cried during the first two episodes because they got to preview it and I like literally am so jealous and I'm just like <gasps> I want to see it my so body bad. is so ready for this I know I'm like oh I'm about to go watch all of the extended versions just fucking they were in New York and they didn't invite us so sad for the the premiere mm. Um, that that invitation movie though also came out this week. I don't know if it did well. It's uh, she's in Game of Thrones. She plays Miss Sand Miss Andy. Remember, she was Daenerys' like right hand woman. Yeah, yeah. She's in that new horror movie. Um, I saw the invitation. I haven't seen it. Seen it. I saw the the trailer for it. Um, mm-hmm. but that's actually one that's on my list to watch. So yeah, that in the movie Barbarian. I don't. Think I think it has Justin that. Long in it. Oh, um, sold. Boom. Yeah, yeah, I know. Anything with him in it, I'm like, I'm going to watch it, of course. Um, yeah. So there was this movie that I watched. It was called What Josiah Saw. Okay. And I think it's on Shudder. Okay. Sounds like a Shudder movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Give it an artsy name and it's a Shudder movie. Interesting movie. I will say it was an enjoyable watch, but there's a couple parts of that movie where I sat and I looked at Jay and I was like, what the f- fuck are we watching like wh- what is this because there's a super awkward part where okay i'll just i'll just the kid's like sitting down on the bed and he like jerks off in front of his dad his dad's like telling him to jerk off okay and i'm like wh- i literally was like where is this going <laughs> so confused okay um it, it 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 works itself out in the end i'm telling you girl it was an interesting fucking movie um but yeah that part was like i but then i was seeing every talk about it and i i felt like this was weird but everybody was like raving about how good it was and i was like it was a good movie but they didn't need to put that part in even if it was explained in the end it doesn't you know but yeah i have no words <laughs> i have no words i had no words watch it because i was like what i i like what and it's you know i i i, I Side note, I always am watching these movies and whether it be horror, you know, sci-fi, whatever. And if there's a weird scene like that, I'm always like, it's so weird to me that people don't look at like pinup that's like nude pinup and nude boudoir and think that what we do is porn. But then I see people doing scenes like that and I'm like, but that's like. But but to me also, it's like they have the the murder and the gore and all that stuff. And that's OK because it's a horror movie pass. But if there's nudity, it's like it's a mixture of the rite of passage yeah. for being like topless and running around and then and then doing full on like graphic. Yeah. What what you were just describing and then actual murder. So it's it's a very weird yeah. space. Um, I think there's definitely room in horror to accept like nudity in, in a way that isn't like 
maybe I don't know. I just I would love to see. I don't know. It's a weird space. That just I just get on a tangent where yeah. I'm like, it's There's so a- weird to me that things like that are considered art, but yet a beautiful pinup photo is like not. Sorry, I just yeah. got a side tangent of that. <laughs> <laughs> no no it's it's true I'm, i I think we could honestly do a whole like episode about this because this is like something we constantly talk about as like creators who do the artful yeah. new pinups and stuff like we try to separate that from our branding because we want people to enjoy our podcast for our podcast and so which is bizarre because i feel like nude and horror kind of go hand in hand if that makes sense but absolutely yeah um, i realized though we didn't even say what today's episode's about <laughs> so we're oh <laughs> we're doing jack the ripper <laughs> Oh, hey. Surprise. <laughs> uh, there we go. And we should probably so, we should probably talk about this. Jeez, oh, Petey's. Yeah, I got so excited to talk about all these random things we've been watching that we completely forgot to talk about why today is kind of significant being my birthday on August 31st and today's topic. Um, so um, we chose Jack the Ripper for today's episode because um, one of his five canonical victims was actually uh, killed on August 31st of 1888. Um, and so with August 31st being my birthday, I thought this would be a great episode to kind of, um, one, dedicate to the victims and the families of obviously Jack the Ripper, but also talk about the mysterious um, murderer because, I mean, Jack the Ripper has been a name that I feel like everybody knows and it's a serial killer that I think that is still one of the most infamous serial killers of all time. So Yeah, it's an unsolved case, still correct. So I, I'm yeah. I'm very interested to kind of hear like theories and, and ideas and thoughts on identity and all that because I've been watching and listening to a bunch of stuff. So yeah. I love this, yeah. Um, do you want to go through the, the, the story aspect of it? So Jack the Ripper is undoubtedly one of the most infamous serial killers of all time. Uh, The harsh streets of the 1880s London and a bustling population paved the way for the unknown murderer to wreak havoc and terror for months on the city and its surrounding areas. In traveling back in time to London during the 1880s, you'll find that it was a very harsh environment for people in the lower classes. Uh, Disease, crime, and murder were rampant throughout the streets, uh, with headlines in newspapers ranging from stories of local gangs terrorizing the streets at night to bodies and body parts showing up in the river. Many sources say that there are five canonical victims of Jack the Ripper, but many researchers believe that the number could be closer to 10 or more. There are several unsolved mysteries that are similar to Jack the Ripper's style, but since they are not brutal and heinous as the canonical five, they can't be linked to him for sure. Um, So the five canonical victims are Marianne Nichols, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Jane Kelly. Yeah, I, I, um, you did that so well. (laughs) Oh no! <laughs> Perfect. No. Yeah. So the one the one thing I found mostly being talked about is the five canonical victims. Like, of course, they get mentioned, but the concept of all these other ones and who it could be linked to uh, was the most yes. common thing I found in anything that I listened to, watched, or read. Yeah. Like there were other victims that happened before these five, um, but. Um, they were killed in similar styles, but they just could not be linked because, like we said, the the canonical five are just they're 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 murders are so brutal that it's like it's actually kind of hard to read the newspaper clippings about everything that happened to them um i read some people saying that they didn't think that jack the ripper was um and this kind of goes on to theories of his identity but some people were saying that they didn't think he was this was like a crime of passion but then like if you go through the police reports and the autopsy reports you can see where the people that were researching this and seeing the bodies and seeing you can see these wounds they were caused by extreme force um i mean in the the Mm -hmm. one victim he cut her throat so much that it severed her her spinal call you know like that's that's extreme force um so one thing I want to just 
throw on real quick. You keep saying he, but you know there is a theory that Jack the Ripper is a yes, woman, correct? Yes, that was one of my... Do you think that's plausible? So that was one of my favorite theories that um, I really never mm-hmm. had heard before. And a lot of people, I feel like, have never really even thought that could be a, a thing. But some people theorize that it could be a Joel the Ripper or Jackie the Ripper. And uh, one of the main things is they think it could have been a midwife. Um, because midwives mm-hmm. would have had, obviously, anatomical knowledge. Uh, they would have known where the vital organs were that were removed. Um, and a woman walking around with blood who was a midwife, nobody really would have thought anything of that because that was pretty normal back in the day. They they would also probably be less likely to be thought of because they are searching for a man with these sort exactly. of crimes. So exactly. I think it's an interesting uh, tale on that too. And uh, aside from being a midwife, some people were also saying that they believe maybe it was just a scorned woman who, you know, because prostitution, we talk about all the time uh, with sex work, it's like the oldest profession in the world. Yes. Prostitution has been a thing in this area and, and it's it's very much the common factor within these women, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Right? Yeah. They were all basically, and that's uh, another thing is, is, is uh, a lot of them were linked to like drinking, mm-hmm. which was uh, pretty, pretty interesting. They were just party goers, you know, just having a good time, trying to live yeah. their life in 1880s London. Um, not, not such a bad thing, you know. There is a book I didn't get to read it, but it's on my list, and it's called The Five, and it goes through um, the everyday life of these victims of uh of him and basically talks about um the uh, testimonies that their family gave um what their characters were like and all of these other things that kind of gives you more insight to the victims themselves so you can kind of really see that this was kind of just like a it wasn't like these women deserved it they i mean no they weren't you know they were just living their life so it's just really sad you know yeah obviously like it's sad because again nobody deserves that to be murdered of course right but it's just really fucked up to see that these were perfectly innocent people just doing their thing it's not like it was a vigilante murder it was a very yeah brutal uh murder with that and one thing i find interesting is you're always seeing media give serial killer names right like night stalker like they do that so often now and what i think is interesting is how jack the ripper essentially gave himself his own name yeah or themselves their own name with, yeah um by sending a letter in to you know the press and and saying that uh there are other letters that come up and we could share those on reddit too I, i'm sure people have seen them yeah the dear boss is the one Mm-hmm. And that Dear Boss letter is actually like the Dear Boss is actually what led some people to believe that the wording of that he was an American mm-hmm. because uh, that kind of wouldn't have been like an American slang term back then. Dear Boss, like, and um, well, they also <laughs> said all the murders were done on the weekends. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, yeah, in which that could be uh, very accessible to people who are traveling for the weekend. So there's a chance that yeah, maybe it was somebody who was traveling and wasn't from there. Or had a, a short stay in, in that period. You know what I mean? I think that's pretty common. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think to go back in time, if you just, if you think of like a, 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 a late 1880s London at that time, you know, these were harsh times for people, especially in like the lower classes, because you had a lot of um, crime activity mm-hmm. in these areas as it was. So, I mean, I went through old newspaper articles from like 1870 to like 1890 and people were getting stabbed there were literally people throwing their babies in the river there i think it was the thames river is what it is and Mm -hmm. there were just constant like body parts showing up there was like a body that showed up in a trunk so these were like harsh times in london which kind of adds to the mystery of all this because it's like who could have known these areas and slipped through like unnoticed some of the theories on his identity say that they think it's like uh you know someone of royalty or um someone who may have been upper class but i guess my question to that is wouldn't someone who would have been out of place in that time in that area been more properly like 
I don't know, like identified. I don't know. I just I think it's overall this is one of the cases that's always been very fascinating to me. It gets referenced a lot in media, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yes. I'm like dumbfounded by some of I'm just thinking about the possibilities with this with this case. <laughs> So um, the biggest one um, that I think that a lot of people think it is, according to some movies in popular culture, like the movie From Hell, Sir William Gull, who was a physician to the royal family, is the like most popular suspects uh, that is said to be Jack the Ripper. Basically, he would have had knowledge of obviously human anatomy. There's not really a lot that's really would point to him other than the fact that he was kind of there at the same time but he's one that is a really popular suspect another popular suspect that i thought was really interesting was a guy by the name of wh barry who after all of the um jack the ripper victims william barry's wife was uh murdered by him and he stabbed her in the same way that jack the ripper's victims were stabbed and he stuffed her in a trunk and supposedly according to some um testimonies that when the cops came to uh mr barry's house there was a um a writing of jack the ripper's cellar or something to that extent written in like chalk in the downstairs basement um so yeah that's a that's one of my favorite other suspects uh i'm always into the barnett one the joseph barnett one did you read any on that which one's that one um so he was with mary jane kelly and he dated her very briefly and people believe that he's a sub like he it's possible that he was jack the ripper if i remember correctly and this i have to look this up but i believe he went by jack by a nickname like some people quoted that he's the only person to be connected to one of the victims in a personal way oh and there's like a theory essentially that you know he was killing these you know women who were um sleeping with men and and doing this as a way to kind of be like look these women are dying you should get out of this profession it's not safe and so she eventually left that profession and then wound up going back into it and then she was murdered so people believe that potentially that he could have been that Mm. there's a lot of like small things that lead to it as well and because she's in that industry it's possible that he had met those other women that were murdered because of yeah of what she was doing so there's a chance of that yeah maybe they would feel like he was safe because they knew that that was her partner or yeah other things that he could have lured them with yeah so um i always find that pretty interesting and i think yeah. that's a, a plausible subject or uh suspect as well love that one of my other favorite theories is that jack the ripper is hh holmes <laughs> yep my honest opinion on that i don't i don't buy it you got two completely different types of of, of motives and two different types of serial killers like mm-hmm. it, it's it's a fun theory but i mean I, I'm not buying that. Another thing, sorry to talk about, what's his name, Bennett again? Uh, Barnett again is he, his knife, he was like a fisherman and the type of knife he used was really similar, if not the same, to the blade that he was using. So little things about him. Ah, mm-hmm. ah, see, same thing about William Barry. I forgot about this. He slept with a, a knife under his bed and it's the same one that was used to stab one of the victims too. So that's Gosh. why that's why we'll never know these things because all of these dudes are out here acting like mm-hmm. suspicious as fuck. Like, <laughs> why are you sleeping with a thing under your... Why are you going around with that? Like, what? And what you mentioned with the with the woman earlier in the midwife was having the anatomy uh, aspect is, like, back then, I imagine it was quite difficult. Like, now I feel like it's a little bit easier to access this information on how to do that. You yeah. know what I mean? So I feel like that yeah. would limit subjects. But if he was somebody who went to America or didn't live there and wasn't present so much or was underspecting, like, as a woman, like, I think there's... That's why they could have gotten away. That yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Or maybe there's yeah. somebody who died early on and that's why the murders didn't continue going, you know? 
I mean that I mean this could have been somewhat on their last little like oh I gotta kill some people before I go out I don't know mm-hmm. yeah I always like the the idea that it was royalty like someone in the royal family like yeah was sleeping around like the whole from hell like plot love that I'm like that's crafty I love that mm-hmm. my favorite one that I found my favorite suspect that I found though is Vincent Van Gogh <laughs> Vincent Van Gogh as Jack the Ripper and there is a site that is dedicated to this theory and it's Vincent alias Jack dot com and uh, it basically goes through all of these things where uh, linking Vincent Van Gogh from Paris to London London to Paris trying to analyze his art and see if there's like body parts that match the art mm-hmm. it was very interesting it was a very interesting little leg of my research but I thought you know what why not you know yeah, I mean, here's the thing. There literally, there are over 500 suspects to who Jack the Ripper could be. I think it's a fun include, but what are people thinking? <laughs> and I, as far as I know, even the last bit of DNA evidence they had that was like a shawl that was supposedly said to contain um, like some kind of DNA evidence was still inconclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like at this point, unfortunately, I just don't think that we'll never ever, I don't think we'll ever know. They have like one piece. There's like one piece of evidence. Yeah. Unless they, like, test every single body and every single man that was on that list of 500 people, you know? Yeah. I don't think they're going... I mean, my one of my f- favorite things that I think is so brilliant is, is still Golden State Killer. I talk about it all the time. Like, the DNA sample thing. Yeah. That's super cool. And I love that. Yeah. That was a way that we found out who this piece of shit was, essentially. Yeah. And so I wish there was a way to go through forensics that way. But I think it's just been too long. And I don't think we're going to get this. Same with the Black Dahlia, which we're, we're going to be talking about soon, too. Is like, yeah. I think it's just been too long. And I don't think we're going to have answers. But it would be really cool one day yeah. to know. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like the Jack the Ripper thing. There are thousands of documentaries about Jack the Ripper. I mean, every place that we... And references. Yeah. I mean, Jack the Ripper is is everywhere just because it is such a big case. And the way that mm-hmm. these people were brutally murdered. I mean, I could see um, it being someone that was wealthy and like covering it up. Like, definitely don't think it was H.H. H. Holmes, though. I definitely don't. <laughs> no, definitely not. I definitely don't. <laughs> I, I personally lean towards, like, I like the wealthy concept, but I, I lean towards the midwife woman kind of concept. And yeah. then the Joseph Barnett to me is like the most plausible or like what I think. Love that. Um, but if you're listening, we would love to hear what your, your theories are on this. Because we could honestly probably just sit and talk case by case. My problem with serial killer episodes is because a lot of it's graphic. I don't want to sit there and just go into detail on like these murders. And, yeah. um, you know, I'll, I'll share his letter on Reddit because the letter is interesting. There are some fake letters that got sent out later, but his original letter is... Uh, available to read so we'll share that on there but yeah it sucks that the from hell letter was a fake letter because how epic would that have been mm-hmm. like from hell oh my god like way to make hats yourself off to you mr serial killer way that's cooler than you are yeah. that's dark as fuck um but that's the thing too is 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 the copycats like there's a there's a like yeah the five canonical even if there's more there might have just yeah. been copycats doing stuff you know for sure there is a website that if you're interested in Jack the Ripper, it has a pretty extensive um, collection of everything from um, archives of actual evidence to newspaper articles to a summary of basically every single um, suspect and every victim. Um, and it's called casebook.org. Um, I thought it was a great little um, – it was everything was right there. It was really easy to find um, any type of, um, you know um, – 
references and stuff like that. So I that's a really good one. And I, I think I did already link that in our subreddit. So there's one that's called uh, the Jack the Ripper tour one, too. And they kind of do like case books by each Love that. individual thing. So I thought those were really fun. Yeah. Uh, there is, however, tons of references to Jack the Ripper, even if it's not directly referenced to him. Yeah. One of my favorites is the vampire game. I talk about a lot. It's not yeah, referencing yeah. Jack the Ripper as much because um, it's not set in the 19 or I'm sorry. It's set in 1981, not 1888. But yeah, from the feel of the city and it's in Whitechapel, it's very much still the dark crime ridden city, the unsafe city that we mentioned earlier. And you have the concept of like you being a vampire where either you can feed on rats throughout your time there or you can feed on humans. And so it's like the generic vampire aspect. But the way that things are medically and done there, it just feels very similar to Jack the Ripper stuff. Yeah. Um, Batman, Gotham by Gaslight. This one is very good. Yeah. I think Batman animated stuff is probably the best. It's basically Batman in Whitechapel with Jack the Ripper. Love that. Yeah. And so it's all about, uh, it's, again, I really like their animated stuff. I thought that was pretty good. I enjoyed that Love one that. a lot. So if you're looking for like a, a wacky one where, you know, Jack the Ripper gets his essentially, then I would definitely check that out. I love that. Mm-hmm. What about you? Is there any that uh, you enjoyed any docs or references in media that you remember seeing? Oh, so I watched the American Ripper doc, which was basically where they tried to um, link H.H. Holmes to Jack the Ripper. Um, Because I was like, well, I'm just going to watch it because it'll be better to just know what's, you know, what all. And I love I love the story of H.H. Holmes. So um, so there actually I got really excited because I when I was younger, I remember watching this movie that was like from the 70s. And I didn't remember it until we started talking about how we were going to do Jack the Ripper. And I was like, man, there's this movie where it was like H.G. Wells and there's a time machine and he chases him to the 1970s. He chases Jack the Ripper to the 1970s. And for the longest time, I was like, did I dream this movie? Like, <laughs> there's That's no way. That's a fever dream movie. Yeah. No, it was a real movie and it's called Time After Time. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And it's got great ratings. So I'm like, well, that good for young Erica, like remembering that. But basically, mm-hmm. essentially, the idea is H.G. Wells is creating a time machine in, in 1880s London. And Jack the Ripper somehow finds out and he goes and takes his time machine to the 1970s to go kill women. So H.G. Wells, to go save all the women, he has to follow him and go find Jack the Ripper and kill him before he can kill women. Interesting. Yeah. Great movie. Um, Great movie. It's also referenced a ton in uh, Assassin's Creed games, Metal Gear Solid, Duke Nukem. They all feature Jack the Ripper in some way, whether it's like a background story character, something within their game, or just yeah. a mention of it. Or a character in that game being like, I am Jack the Ripper and being revealed. So yeah, a lot of him. I saw that there's a lot of anime and manga who use it, like Jack mm-hmm. the Ripper as like an inspiration. So I thought that was really cool too. Yeah, there's um, definitely a lot. There's like a black butler, I think is what it's called. Mm. And it's a, it's a, a yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. And of course, listen, I I know there's things going on with Johnny Depp, but I fucking love the movie From Hell. I always loved that movie. I thought that was great. I thought that the theory that it was like a cover up by the royal family. I think that's probably partially why I still feel that way is because they've influenced my opinion so heavily on that. (laughs) They've convinced me so much that it was the royal family covering up that that I that's probably honestly why I think that that's to this day. So. Yeah, it's love that movie. Again, we say great and good and cool like we don't. Jack the Ripper obviously fucking sucks. Like, we're very focused on the victims. The book that you said, I will obviously pick up. That sounds like a, a very interesting read, and I am and I want to read that yes. about these uh, women and what they went through. But yeah. I think it's yeah. it's not like, to me, it doesn't feel like they're glorifying him like they do with, like, a Ted Bundy, right? Even though we don't know what they look like, and, and they focus on Ted Bundy's looks, which I don't get because the man is crusty. Yes. But I feel like it's 
I feel like it's like Zodiac Killer. It's mostly like the intrigue of something being uh, unexplained and like there hasn't been, you know, the the killer hasn't been revealed. Like that part's interesting, but it's never in a way that I feel like people are glorifying. I think they focus highly on the five canonical victims and they treat them in a, with a very yeah. respectful way, which is something I don't mind about. Yeah. Um, you know, if we were going to a tour for Jack the Ripper, yeah. I would feel like it was in a very respectful Absolutely. way and I wouldn't feel like it was something else, you know? Yeah. Which I feel like if we do our UK trip, our tour, we girl, we gotta take, we gotta, we gotta do this for sure. Oh, girl, we in. Yep, we absolutely have to go see it, and we're not staying anywhere haunted because I don't know if I could take that anymore. Mm, I think we're gonna see somewhere haunted. Uh, all week I've been feeling like I'm gonna have a heart attack for no reason. I'm like, this is happening. There's gonna be like a fucking crazy ass banshee hanging upside down from the corner of the ceiling just like howling at us in your room wait. not mine i'm gonna be like garlic <laughs> on the door uh thing of salt around my bed i'm gonna see the cross <laughs> on me and i'm gonna have holy water in my other hand like no i'm good we gotta start asking people in the uk where the most haunted places in the uk are because we're doing this i think we got some listeners there based on our graphics like there's uh, our so demographics too. yeah so if you're from the uk please let us know the most haunted place you've ever been or historically haunted spot because we would love to go see it hell yeah mm-hmm. all right so yeah again we will be posting all this information over on our reddit as erica mentioned so you can find all of this useful information on there and again if you are in the uk area like we mentioned and you have a spooky haunted place you could submit it over there as well uh you can also go to campcryptedpodcast.com for the ways to listen to us so if you want to listen to us on something else rather than where you're listening right now we do have a youtube where we post our ghost hunts and other fun videos in the future will be coming we also have an apple podcast and spotify where you can leave us a review and let us know how we're doing and there is a contact section on our website so you can submit any personal stories for future camp cryptid episodes and yeah i think that's everything we have for today until next time we're camp counselor signing off